are live from the Hive. My name is Sierra Mari on behalf of the KLA radio station. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We are going to be starting off with Valentine's Day trivia hosted by Bailey, a junior from St. Ambrose. And our contestants are Ryan Sadness, a senior from St. Ambrose, and Amber Myers, another senior from St. Ambrose. The first question is... What year was Valentine's Day declared a holiday? A, 1522, B, 1537, C, 1569, D, 1592. Amber. B. 1537 is correct. The second question is, when did it become common to exchange gifts for Valentine's Day? A, 15th century England, B, 16th century England, C, 17th century England, or D, 18th century England. Ryan? D. Correct. Which superhero gives the iconic upside-down kiss? A, Thor, B, Batman, C, Spider-Man. C. That is correct. What state produces the most chocolate? A, Pennsylvania, B, uh, A. Correct. <laughs> How many pounds of Hershey Kisses are made around the Valentine's Day season? A. 10 million. B. 8 million. C. 6 million. D. 12 million. Ryan. A. That is incorrect. It goes to Amber. What are the answers again? A. 10 million. B. 8 million. C, 6 million. D, 12 million. D? That is correct. With Valentine's Day beginning being the second top selling holiday for cards, what holiday is first? A, New Year, B, Halloween, C, Christmas, or D, 4th of July? Ryan? Christmas. Correct. What state grows the most roses? A, California, B, Texas, C, New Mexico, D, Arizona. Amber. The A. <laughs> that is correct. Who is the Greek goddess of love? A, Cupid, B, Aphrodite. Yes? Aphrodite. Of course. How much do Americans spend on jewelry for Valentine's Day? A, 4.1 billion, B, 1.1 billion, C, 2 billion. Ryan. Uh, C. That is incorrect. B. That is also incorrect. The correct answer would be 4.1 billion. Next question. Over blank amount of people went shopping for Valentine's Day in 2019. A, 100 million. B, 135 million. C, 345 million. Or D, 467 million. Mm -hmm. B. Oh, that is correct. <laughs> All right, so that leaves Amber as our winner. Congratulations! That completes our Valentine's Day trivia segment, and now we're moving on to Ryan Schistel, a freshman from St. Ambrose, who's going to be talking about sports. Yeah, so this past week in sports at St. Ambrose, it has been very successful. Starting off with basketball, both the women's and men's team went 1-1 one one on the week. The women's beat Trinity Christian 74-52 on Tuesday, and the men beat Iowa Wesleyan 
78 to 66 on Thursday. Both teams lost to Holy Cross, the women by a score of 61 to 54, and the men by a score of 86 to 73 on Senior Day. The women are now 24 and 3, and the men are 12 and 15. Both teams close out the season at home on February 16th against St. Francis, Illinois at 5.30 and 7.30. In volleyball, the men went one-on-one on the week, losing to Cardinal Stritch in four and Calumet St. Joseph in five. They are now 1-6 and six overall and 1-3 and three in conference. In baseball, the team started out the season sweeping Tennessee Southern University on the road, making them 4-0. Their next four games are on the road at Benedictine College in Kansas. In bowling, the SAU men's recently won the Cohawk invite, and the women took third. And in wrestling, the team most recently came off a win against Graceland University, winning by a score of 27-1. to Now we're going to send it back to Sierra. Um, my name is Sierra Mari. I'm a freshman at St. Ambrose. I'm going to be talking about Dance Marathon for a little bit. Dance Marathon is a student-led nonprofit organization at St. Ambrose, and they have a variety of committees that you can join. Anyone is free to join at any single time. You just have to join the Dance Marathon website at St. Ambrose. The committees include marketing committee, advertising, the fundraising committee. I interviewed someone, Juliana, my roommate, who is part of the fundraising committee. And you fundraise money from anyone who is willing to give you donations. And you rate all the proceeds go to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital. And at the end of the year, there is a big event that is held in the spring that um, recognizes all of the donations that have been made the following year. And you, uh, the kids who have received the donations, um, they will um, attend the event in the spring. And it is a way to form a personal connection between the children who are in the hospital and the kids who, or the people on the committee who have helped with the donations. <laughs> so Dance Marathon, it's called Dance Marathon because at the big spring event, everyone can dance and it's a good time. Um, it just is a nice way to connect the kids who have received the donations and the people who have generously given them. Um, and we're going to be moving on to Brooke Hess, who is amazing in every way. Thank you, Sierra. So um, first and foremost, we just want to say thank you again to everybody listening today. Um, We really appreciate your continued support. Um, Congratulations to Amber Meyer, our winner of the trivia contest, and she's going to win a $5 Whitey's gift card. So congratulations, Amber, and thank you, Ryan, for participating as well. Um, And then another note on Dance Marathon, um, KALA will be at that event all day, so be sure to stop by and come see us, get some free stickers all the good things. So finally, my segment is about career development. Um, So we're gonna talk a little bit about resumes today. So um, a very special thank you to the wonderful people over at the Career Center for their help um, with this week's Career Spotlight. Like I said, this week we have a little rundown on resumes and why they're important. So a resume is a document that helps to display your qualifications and skills to potential employers and post-secondary institutions. 
They're helpful because resume helps put your past experiences into a context that shows how you are qualified and fit for the position or institution you are applying to. Major things that should be included include, included in a resume include relevant experience that includes transferable skills specific to a position, an education section including the university name, your degree, and the semester you graduated or plan to graduate, a good heading that allows for clarity of displayed information, and a potential section that would include any leadership experience and volunteer positions. Students can reach the Career Center for help by emailing them at careercenter@sau.edu or by giving them a call at 563-333-6339. Students can also email their resume to the Career Center and they will review your resume and provide feedback. Also as another little reminder, the virtual Quad Cities Career Fair is February 24th. Students are encouraged to check it out on Handshake and sign up for slots with employers. For additional information, please email the Career Center. We want to give um, Lindsay Adolphs a quick thank you um, for providing insight on our resume overview this week. So be sure to check out the Career Center for all of your career development needs. Um, I also wanted to include that I wasn't necessarily looking for help for my resume, but I did visit the Career Center at St. Ambrose um, to talk about my future plans with studying abroad because I didn't know that there was someone who studied abroad in Asia, which is where I want to study abroad, but she overheard and she helped me a lot. And she also kindly helped me with my cover letter and resume. So you don't necessarily need to go in there looking for something specific. There's always someone in different fields who's willing to help you in every single aspect. And that is especially what I like at the Career Center. Now over to Ryan Sadness. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to KALA for allowing me on to the Live from the Hive event. Um, congratulations, Amber, on winning the trivia. Uh, I was not as successful as her uh, with Valentine's Day trivia. But about the Career Center, um, they are very helpful in getting you getting you ready for the real world and the professional world. Um, it is through professional experience and through uh, extracurricular activities at the university that really helps you stand out. Um, a thing that I found success with is making a LinkedIn profile, which is essentially a social networking um, program where you can essentially upload sort of a longer resume. I found that you can have so much more information on a LinkedIn profile. You can give you know, your background as a student, as an employee, you can give every experience role that you have. You can like other businesses and organizations to really show who you are as, you know, a developing professional. And I know that's something very intimidating for uh, college students is, you know, getting out into the real world and trying to, you know, find your feet. Uh, as, a, as a second semester senior, it is, it is very intimidating to not know where you're going or to have all the answers in the world right now as far as you know getting a job after graduation but through options with the career center uh, in fact today I've, I was actually looking on handshake which is the job application website that is geared more towards college graduates and entry-level positions um, I know that is a new program that is available for students and I will say it is very helpful um, 
along with LinkedIn, Indeed, and other job application websites. But I guess for the Career Center, they really care about your success, um, student growth, student development, and I will pass it off to Bailey Winfrey to talk about the Career Center as well. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So being a rising senior next semester, um, a big part of coming into my senior year is finding an internship, and that is something super intimidating to do by yourself. So I have reached out to the Career Center, and they've actually set me up with quite a few employers that are looking for internships, especially in the communications and the marketing field. So with helping me reach out to those employers, I was able to make like lasting connections. They also, similar to Ryan, have helped me with a LinkedIn profile, which is also super important. And so many employers are looking for a LinkedIn profile right now. And similarly to Sierra as well, they have helped me with my cover letter and my resume for sure. Back to Brooke. Okay, and finally, I'll share a little bit of my experience with the Career Center. So I have kind of worked with them since freshman year, so that would have been 2019 to 2020. Um, I had originally not had a LinkedIn profile, so I asked um, one of the staff members there to kind of help me set up my LinkedIn profile um, with photos and information that should be on my LinkedIn. Um, so that was super helpful, so be sure to add all of us on LinkedIn. We're all fun, so that's great. Um, and then I had um, one of the staff members help me with my resume. Um, and I've kind of had other people review my resume from there, and they've told me that I've had a great resume because of my experience with the Career Center. So that's always really great. And then finally, I um, did a little bit of cover letter work with them, um, and they have really, really helped me a lot. So I think I speak for all of us to say that that's been pretty helpful. And now I'm going to pass it back over to Ryan for Super Bowl talk. So yeah, the Super Bowl was last night. I'm going to talk about it with Ryan Sandness as well. I guess you could say this is, is the, the, the two Ryan show or the Ryan show right now. Um, again, this is, this is our very first edition of Live from the Hive. So we are figuring things out as we go. And it is, it is through experiences like this where we really learn how to become, I guess, better communication professionals. So I guess if you want to go into the Super Bowl last night. So yeah, let's start off first, just an unbelievable game. Final score 23 to 20. The Rams come out on top. I personally was pulling for the Bengals. Who are you going for in that game? Though? Um, I think the safe bet was the Rams, but I guess having the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium and having the weird, I guess, rock introduction, like they, they had a weird introduction with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I kind of felt like that was a little bit awkward, so I, I, was, uh, I changed my mind and pulled for the Bengals. Um, it was a very good game. Um, I know the last time the Rams were in a Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Patriots when he was on the Patriots, um, it was a snooze fest. You know, it was it was not not very interesting. But uh, they've definitely, I guess they stepped up the entertainment value. I guess this time around, um, I guess you can say sort of as a downside with the Rams is that they've they've really bought the entire league and they've bought the success of the league. I think one of my friends who's a bigger football fan than I am was talking about how. They really don't have a draft pick or a, a, a draft pick of any kind until, you know, 2025 or something like that. 
So I guess, you know, when you have all the best players, you really have to win the Super Bowl, you know. But I thought for, you know, at least a good quarter and a half that the uh, that the uh, the Bengals and Joe Burrow could uh, could do it. But, yeah, congratulations to the Rams. Also, the, uh, the, the halftime show for the Super Bowl, I thought, was one of the better ones that they've probably ever had. Oh, that was, that was a it great was, It was show. very good. It was, I, I feel like it was better than, uh, you know, just having one random musician, you know, run around the field, you know, with a bunch of choreography and stuff like that. So uh, it was definitely a throwback to, you know, hip-hop culture, given that was in California, I guess. What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, I mean, it was a great game. Obviously, the Rams definitely had it in their favor with it in their own stadium. It's actually the second year straight that it's been in the home team stadium, and both of those teams have won, so it's kind of become a little bit of an unfair advantage, but right. I did. I thought the Bengals were going to win. They came out hot. They came out swinging, but then, I don't know, the tide kind of shifted away from the Rams even more once Odell Beckham went down with that injury. Now people are fearing that it's a torn ACL, so that could really be huge for him, especially now that he's a free agent. And then obviously Matt Stafford went down. He came up hobbling, and then he stayed in the game. Uh, as did Joe Burrow when yeah, he went Joe down. Yeah, Joe Burrow got hurt, and that was a that was a scary one because that was the same leg as his ACL tear. Yes. So everybody was really nervous about that. But I don't know. It was just an overall great game. Cooper Cup, obviously he deserved the MVP. Yeah. He played amazing all year. Yeah, I believe I saw something somewhere where only uh, – or the awards that Cooper Cups won this year alone or this season alone. I, I forget the, the specific titles of them, but I believe Jerry Rice was the only receiver that won them, you know, in his whole career, you know, not, heaven forbid, you know, one season. But do you think, you know, the Bengals, you know, with it being an underdog story, do you think they have it in them to, you know, make a playoff run again like this, like this year was? I do. However, I think they're going to have to build up that O-line. Yes, especially when you For look sure. at the numbers and Joe Burrow takes nine sacks in the Super Bowl, that's an unheard of number. And that's something that if you're going to give up nine sacks, you're almost destined to lose. And yes, right. they kept it a good game, but that was their defense keeping it a good right. game. I think everyone was saying that uh, Los Angeles's defensive line was going to, you know, cause, you know, wreak havoc. And that really wasn't the case, you know, for the first half, but like Von Miller and Aaron Donald really stepped it up, you know, third quarter and was really causing, you know, Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, I believe, the the running back, yep. uh, really, uh, I guess they were having a tough time trying to deal with them, and I guess that proved, you know, the the difference in the game. So well, and now especially with Aaron Donald, you kind of look; it's all eyes on him because he did say, I think it was the day before the game, so on Saturday, that if the Rams had won the Super Bowl, he would think about retiring. Yeah, and so adding a ring to his finger now that. Right. That just improves his odds of making it to the right. Hall of Fame, which I think is a. I know sure there thing. was a, uh, there is a nice storyline, I guess, that ended or was completed last night where there was a lineman, I believe, who played for the Bengals for a, a very long time and then he was traded to the Rams. And now for him to play, you know, his, most likely his final game in uh, a Super Bowl against his former team was really a, a great way to go out, I, I guess you could say. Yeah, I believe it's Andrew Whitworth is his name, yes. I believe. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I think Burrow. He'll be back, whether it's on the Bengals, another team, whoever it may be. I definitely think that Joe Burrow will be back. I think Mixon is going to be special for a lot longer. Yes. Obviously, Jamar Chase is going to be special. But, yeah, just overall now, you look at the Rams, and I think the NFC is still going to be 
up for grabs. Yeah, I think the Bears can make a run at it. Oh, I, I, kind, I, I had I a do. feeling we were going to talk about this. You know, we're both diehard Bears fans, and I, I was, I was going to mention, I guess, your plans for next year or your your thoughts on next year, and you know, who, who are the favorites? Um, who are the, I guess, uh, least favorites? I guess we are, we are currently being, I, I guess, watched by uh, members of the communication department, showing prospective students um, the hive area. So we are. We are being watched right now by uh, the chair of the department, Dr. Jim Bauman, um, who is also a, a diehard Bears fan. Um, I guess while we're on the topic of the Bears, um, it's 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 a very uh, mediocre feeling to be a Bears fan, I, I would assume. But I guess with the with the addition of a new head coach, new GM, new assistant GM, I guess the future can look is is I guess more positive than negative. You know, when whenever you get a new coach, I. What are your thoughts on that, Ryan? I mean, especially with how the past couple of years have gone, I don't think you can do any worse than Matt Nagy did. Right. And I think Eberflus is going to come in. I do. I think with the team that he built around the coaching staff, I think he knows exactly what to do in the draft class, especially with Ryan Poles as the new GM. I like the direction we're heading, especially now you look at the division. I mean, the Lions, they always kind of hang around. They always put up yes. a fight, but they don't come out on top. I feel like the Vikings are that team that they lose when they're supposed to lose. They win when they're supposed to win. But now it, it's all eyes on the Packers. Right. You know, Aaron Rodgers wants out. Devontae Adams is a free agent. Another a lot of people are saying that they're going to uh, Denver. There's rumors of, of, of Denver, of, of a rebuild, I guess, over there. Well, but and I know now, that... now the Packers are saying they're willing to give up their whole entire cap space yes, I saw for that. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. So that's pretty much saying, all right, goodbye to our wide receiver core. Right. You're all out. Right. And that, that can't spell good. That can't spell, you know, any or any good news, I guess, with, with the Packers organization. I mean, if, if Aaron Rodgers is the only, you know, MVP caliber player there, there's really no way that, uh, you know, they can find success without, you know, another offensive piece um so yeah it's it's interesting to see you know i'm i'm sure the bears can can win a few more games than they did this year because it always we always i guess go in with high hopes or i guess higher hopes um and then we all get very i guess disappointed towards the end of the end of the season but i know when Pace and Nagy were first in. Was that the year we made a playoff run against Philadelphia and the the infamous double doink? Yeah, and we don't talk about the double we, doink. Right. With me, you don't talk about right. the double doink. That, is, that is true. But I, hopefully there's a more positive end to a, a new regime in, in, in Soldier Field. Yeah, so. you know, I think there is, especially with the whole new possibly moving to Arlington, buying a stadium, yes. or we bought that land up there For on sure. the north suburbs. So we'll see how that goes. And just overall, good Super Bowl. It's going to be a good direction for the NFL Definitely. how we're heading. Definitely. So now we are going to send it over again to Brooke Hess. And she's going to wrap it up. All right. Thanks, guys, for the little sports commentary. I know sports, football are always a big thing here at Ambrose. Um, once again, we just want to thank everybody who listened today. Um, especially thanks to David Baker, our general manager over in the radio station. He does a lot to support us, and we just want to say thank you to him. Um, another thank you to Jim Bauman, our department chair, for his support and uh, everything he does for the radio station. 
Um, so this has been the very first episode of Live from the Hive, brought to you by KALA-FM and the St. Ambrose Department of Communication and Digital Media. Be sure to follow KALA on Instagram at KALA.FM and on Facebook at KALA Radio to see more on events, giveaways, and station appearances brought to you by us here at KALA. Catch us next week on 88.5 FM at 2.30 p.m. for more sports, campus information, and much more. Thank you for listening and for your continued support. Student segments written by Bailey Winfrey, Ryan Schistel, Logan Howell, Sierra Mari, and Brooke Hass. Production by David Baker. Thank you. Thank you.